Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Wrap-Up Show, Chris Yao. Welcome back into another edition of the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Once again, I'm Chris Yao. I'm your host, and I'm looking forward to getting you to each of our local high school football reporters from around the mid-state who were out and about at high school football games this past weekend. And they're going to tell you all about what went on in their areas. We'll start up in Montgomery County. Hi, I'm Brady McTamney, sports editor for Main Street Clarksville, bringing you a wrap-up of what went on in Week 7 in the area. West Creek opened up the week on Thursday night with a home game against Stewart's Creek, dropping that one 45-14. Played pretty good in the first half, but unfortunately kind of let things slip away in the second half. Rossview kept their winning streak going, although they did lose the shutout streak, but still defeated Dixon County 28-6. That's five straight wins for the Hawks. Speaking of winning streaks, Clarksville High got their seventh straight win of the season, staying unbeaten with a 55-0 beating of Northwest. Kirkwood lost their third straight game, losing 47-23 at Liberty Creek, and Montgomery Central remained winless with a 34-20 loss against Fairview. Kenwood got their first win of the season, beating winless Northeast 36-6, and Clarksville Academy took another loss, this time losing to Columbia Academy 38-7. Again, I'm Brady McTamney, sports editor for Main Street Clarksville, and that was our week seven slate for Clarksville area games. We'll stay up in the northernmost part of the coverage area as Robertson County and David Wilson has a report from Robertson County. David? Hey everyone, my name is David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, here to give you a quick recap of week seven of the high school football season in Robertson County. It was a great week all across the board as we had great matchups throughout the Robertson County area. We'll start off with Station Camp going on the road and picking up an overtime victory over White House by the final score of 21-15. to It was a back and forth affair late in that game. White House defender and wide receiver Kenny Holt had a career day. He had three interceptions on defense and had a 65-yard touchdown catch late in the game to tie it and send it to overtime. But in overtime, it was Station Camp picking up the win. White House running back Michael Albin fumbles in their first possession and gives the Bison a chance to win it. And Sanders Ellis delivers for Station Camp and gives them a huge win in Region 5-4A. Other places, we got Greenbrier going on the win to beat White House Heritage by a final score of 27-15. to It was a great day for Nolan Carson, the Greenbrier quarterback who returned from injury this week. He connected with Travaris Flood for three touchdown passes this past Friday night. Flood had six catches overall for 150 yards and three touchdowns. Running back Dalton Wilbur had the game-winning touchdown run early in the fourth quarter to help the Bobcats pick up their second win of the year. 
East Robertson bounced back this week, and they had to battle once again against a game Westmoreland team. The Indians go on the road and pick up a 13-12 victory. Isaiah Groves once again had a great game for the Indians' offense, had 14 carries for 156 yards and a touchdown. His brother Elijah Groves had four catches for 59 yards and a touchdown as well. So the Indians get back on track this week. They'll return home to face Trousdale County. Hendersonville goes into Springfield and picks up the win, a final of 21-7. to there. The own touchdown for Springfield came on their first offensive possession of the game and their first offensive play. Lamarius Dallin with 49-yard touchdown run to get the Yellow Jackets on the board. But Hendersonville and quarterback Mason Baker rip off 21 straight points to pick up the road win in Region 7-5A. Finally, Clay County defeats Joe Burns by a final score of 25-6 in a Region 4A matchup. Joe Burns hung in there with them. Lamari Cotton connected with Clay Woody in the first half to give the Red Devils on the scoreboard. But Clay County takes advantage of the second half of some poor field position by Joe Burns. Clay County cashes in with some prime advantageous field position and picks up the win over the Red Devils. That'll do it for week seven of the high school football season in Robertson County. We'll talk to you guys next week. And looking forward to more from around the north end of the coverage area, but let's go all the way to the south where Wade Neely has a report from Pulaski and Giles County. That's right, folks. It was a heartbreaking loss last Friday night for one of our area teams as Richland drops a very tough, tough game to Collinwood at Wayne Hobbs Stadium. 20-13 to 13 is your final score there. It uh, really kind of got away from the Raiders early, but they staged a dramatic second-half comeback as they fell down by a couple of touchdowns in the first half. And then with a little momentum on their side in the third and fourth quarters, they come roaring back. But ultimately, their upset bid of the Trojans from Collinwood is denied. Richland, unfortunately, uh, now sitting there with two region losses already, one to Cornersville and now this one to Collinwood. Raiders will get an off week. They're on fall break, and then they will look to bounce back coming up in two weeks' time versus Summertown. On the other side of the county, Giles County was on the road, and yes, they got the win, but yeesh, it was not the prettiest of wins, uh, which is saying something considering they put up 50 points in a 50-34 to victory versus Watertown. They go up to Wilson County and uh, very kind of oddly played, kind of had an eerie feel to it all night game as Giles County really kind of never got things going until the second half as uh, they trailed early 7-0. And then at one point they even trailed 16-7 in the first half. They trailed 16-14 at halftime, but then they came roaring back, taking their first lead. Kamari Turner finishes with four touchdowns. And Exorion Randolph added three, including a 76-yard kickoff return as Giles County does ultimately get the win. Turner with those touchdowns, uh, three on the ground, one in the air. He had over 200 yards rushing, second time he's done that in his many games for Giles County on the ground. As uh, the Bobcats, first region win, and now they get ready to make another trip up to that neck of the woods as they head to Colmont this Friday night to take on Grundy County. So tough loss for the Raiders at home and a nice win for Giles County, uh, but they still got some things I know they would like to clean up as they head into their next region contest. So that's a breakdown on the Bobcats and the Raiders. Wade Neely, sports editor of the Pulaski Citizen, signing out. Murray County. We've also got reports from Lawrence County and South Williamson County, and that's Maurice Patton who has a report now. 
Week seven. Wow. It's hard to believe we're this far along, but um, had some interesting ball games in it here in and around Murray County, starting with big region 5-5A matchup between Columbia Central and Spring Hill as the Lions had to go overtime before getting a two-yard touchdown run from Caden McCoy, his second of the night for a 20-17 victory over the Raiders. A little bit up the road over at Columbia Academy, Freshman running back Zane Nash rushed for 185 yards and two touchdowns as the Bulldogs defeated Clarksville Academy 38-7 in Division 2A Middle Region play. In a non-region matchup, Mount Pleasant defeated visiting Donaldson Christian Academy 37-29, and it was a big kickoff return from, stop me if you've heard this, Darian Mesa. Senior goes 90 yards to the house to help Mount Pleasant come back from a 43-14 loss over at Lewis County the previous week in which Mesa had an 85-yard kickoff return for a score. Region 6-6A play Independence bounced back from a tough loss to Ravenwood the prior week to defeat Overton, visiting Overton 35-0, and Summit fell at Ravenwood 24-7 despite a big night from Dominic Hollis, big as in 163 rushing yards and a touchdown. Again, in Region 5-5A, Lawrence County went on the road. It was the County Cats visiting the City Cats over in Tullahoma, and the Host Cats came up with a 41-6 victory. Also, in Region 5-2A play on Friday night, Summertown went on the road and fell 35-0 at Waverly. And on Thursday night, Loretto picked up a 24-12 victory against East Hickman. You can see all of these games wrapped up or covered on MainStreetMurray.com and in print at Main Street Murray later this week. Our first break of the day when we come back more from around the mid-state on the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show. We'll be right back after this. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Dairyberry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berries at 615-452-8121. 
As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Welcome back into the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We've got more reports from folks who were out at games over the weekend. We'll start up in Wilson County where Tommy Bryan has a report. Hello, everybody. This is Tommy Bryan, sports editor of the Wilson Post in Lebanon. And here's a look at what happened in Wilson County football in week seven. First up, Lebanon led 21 to nothing at halftime on the way to a 41-6 victory over rival Wilson Central Friday at Clifton Tribble Field, Danny Watkins Stadium. The Blue Devils head into the county-wide open week with a record of 5-2. Wilson Central slipped to 3-4 after a 3-0 start to the season. Leading just 17-7 at intermission, Mount Juliet remained undefeated with a 31-14 victory at Antioch. Junior defensive end Atticus Fiorita recorded 11 tackles, including six quarterback sacks, a tackle for loss, and forced a fumble as the Golden Bears moved to 7-0. and Green Hill scored all its points in the second quarter of Friday's 35-0 home win over Warren County. The Hawks picked up a Region 4 6A victory as quarterback Cannon Burroughs threw three touchdown passes and pushing his team to 6-1. and Watertown's 16-14 halftime lead evaporated in Friday's 50-34 loss to Region 4 3A rival Giles County that game played at Robinson Stadium. The Purple Tigers slid to 2-5, 0-2 in the region with the loss. Friendship Christian rolled up a 41-3 Division II Class A East Division win over Providence Christian at MTSU's Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Mr. Football candidate Tyson Walcott ran for 277 yards on 27 carries and scored five touchdowns, giving the senior a remarkable 28 touchdowns so far this season. And finally, Mount Juliet Christian Academy lost for a fifth straight week, falling 47 to nothing to Grace Christian Franklin that game played in Leapers Fork. None of the Wilson County teams will be in action in week eight. It's a county-wide open week. Everybody's off and they're going to take a little time away from the gridiron, and I might do that as well. For Main Street Preps, I'm Tommy Bryan. I will talk to you later. Just south of that is Rutherford County, and of course, Murfreesboro Post's Monty Hale Jr. standing by. I'm Monty Hale, sports editor of the Murfreesboro Post. It's fall break, so we're just going to have to fall back on to last week and see what uh, happened here in Rutherford County football-wise. Uh, three teams, or th- three games were played on Thursday night, including Oakland taking down um, Siegel 49-7. to uh, Riverdale took care of Cane Ridge 49-7. to uh, 49 to nothing at halftime in that game. Stewart's Creek 45, West Creek 14. 
Rockville 31, Coffee County 7. Rockville gets the key uh, region victory and keeps its uh, playoff hopes alive. Laverne 27, McGavick 12 in the something that had to give game. Uh, both had struggled. Uh, Laverne hadn't scored in region plays. McGavick only had 12, but Laverne's defense took up upon themselves and scored two defensive touchdowns, and then the offense got things going. Big win for Laverne. Uh, Smyrna, 17, East Nashville, 9. Somewhat of a surprise in this one, um, but the Bulldogs, they've been getting better and better uh, during their three-game winning streak. Um, uh, before then, or their winning streak before then, they had only allowed uh, 14 points in their previous three games. Um, Friendship Christian 41, PCA 3. Blackman 35, Pure Academy 12. South Pitts, Pittsburgh 18, MTCS 6. A very good game. Scoreless at halftime. Good um, game for both teams. I think it will make them better in the long run. And Eagleville took out the Tennessee Heat, 31 to nine. A couple of other things to notice: Oakland has outscored its opponents 139 to 13 in their last three games. Uh, they've allowed 20 points since week two. So, they're playing defense. Riverdale's playing good defense. Blackman's playing better. Smyrna's playing defense. There's a lot of good football being played right here in Rutherford County. Of course, this week, only one game. Ezell Harding and PCA likely determine third place in the standings. Uh, so good luck to the Lions on Friday night. I'm Monty Hale, sports editor of the Murfreesboro Post. Of course, the metro Nashville area is ripe with a lot of high school football right now, and Russell Venosi has plenty to tell you about. On his report, Russell. Franklin Road Academy has been down for the last few years, but the Panthers are back now. Ty Clark III rushed for 176 yards and three touchdowns to help FRA beat previously unbeaten Davidson Academy 34-19. The program is 17-2 since Coach Justin Geisinger arrived from Pope Prep last year. That's certainly a move that has worked out well. FRA plays BGA, CPA, and Geisinger's former Knights team to close out the season. So 10-0 is certainly possible for the Panthers, though that CPA match will be a challenge. Elsewhere, Nolensville knocked off Hillsborough for a key region win, 20-16, and Nashville Christian took down Goodpasture 31-30 in overtime. Quarterback Jared Curtis ran for a score and then completed the two-point conversion pass to Ryan DeMumbrian to help the Eagles win that one. The big news in Williamson County this week is Coach Alex Melton is out at Franklin after going 1-26 over the past three seasons. Williamson County Athletics Director Darren Joins informed Main Street Preps of that news on Monday morning. The Admirals nearly knocked off Brentwood last week, but after tying that game at 17 in the third quarter, the Bruins reeled off 14 unanswered points to pull away for a 31-17 win. Former Franklin head coach Donnie Webb will take over for the remainder of the season. He had been serving as an assistant on Melton's staff. Chris, back to you. Let's go up to Sumner County now where Blaine Keller has a report. We'll take it away, Blaine. Sumner County's fall break couldn't come at a better time for some of the area's teams, but for others, could it serve as an unneeded break in some much-needed momentum? I'm Sumner County Sports Editor Blaine Keller, and this is your Sumner County Football Snapshot. 
in the seven teams that took the field among the seven teams in the six games that Sumner County played on Friday night. Four schools picked up wins as the season turns beyond the midway point and toward the TSSAA postseason. Hendersonville, Station Camp, and Pope Prep all bounced back from losses a week ago uh, with Station Camp and Pope Prep going on the road and picking up big wins in overtime uh, to continue to keep their postseason hopes alive. Pope Prep went to BGA and thanks to a point-after attempt uh, that made it a 34-33 win for the Knights. They walked off uh, the field as winners and secured their fourth straight postseason appearance. Station Camp, uh, after starting the year 0-4, picked up its second win in three games. Uh, Sanders Ellis picking up the go-ahead rushing touchdown in overtime for a 21-15 win at White House. Huge game for the Murray State commitment, who's dealt with some injuries this year. Speaking of injuries, Hendersonville quarterback Mason Baker didn't play the second half at Springfield, but the Commandos survived 21-7 uh, thanks to the play of Caleb Sams and a really strong defensive effort. Uh, they were missing a couple of guys in that rivalry game at Beach. A uh, couple of them came back and made some big performances on the road. Those teams uh, picked up a win the week before. They were coming off a loss. They're going into the bye on a high note. Liberty Creek, on the other hand, is red hot going into its open date. The Wolves have their first winning streak in school history after scorching Westmoreland in the third quarter for a big win two weeks ago and picking up a 47-23 win over first-year Kirkwood on Friday night at home. Senior quarterback Brian Rager uh, completed tons of passes, five touchdowns total, 208 yards. I think he was 13-14. to 14. He rushed for 111 yards on the ground as well and even caught a two-point conversion pass on a Philly special from Dylan Mitchell. Uh, another big win for the Wolves as they head into that last stretch of the season. They could really come out hot going into the postseason as well. Gallatin and Westmoreland were the two Sumner County teams who fell in action on Friday. White House in that mix as well, as, as we've previously discussed. The Green Wave coming off their biggest win in a couple of years, a 24-10 road upset at Green Hill. Uh, they led 23-7 at home against Cookville, but fell 26-23 on homecoming. Westmoreland similarly led at stints against East Robertson, who looks to vie for championship aspirations in Class 2A football. But the Indians came through on a couple of big plays at the very end to come out on top 13-12. Because of fall break, there's only one game on tap in Sumner County this week. It's still a big one. Beach hosts Henry County for what could be the top spot in Region 7-5A, could be a de facto region championship game if things play out as expected. Stay tuned to Main Street Preps for more info and more coverage on that game, and we'll see you next week on the Sumner County Football Snapshot. Dixon and Cheatham Counties, where Casey Patrick is standing by. Hi, my name is Casey Patrick. I'm the sports reporter for the Dixon Post and the Cheatham County Exchange. We're going to go over a Week 7 wrap-up real quick. Uh, first of all, Sycamore picked up their first win of the year with a 48-28 win over Maplewood on the road. Uh, Cheatham fell 22-6 uh, at home against Hickman County on homecoming. Uh, those two teams actually meet up on Friday night. That's the game I'll be at this Friday, uh, Cheatham and Sycamore. Uh, Harpeth lost 26-7 to Lewis County. They're on the road this Friday at Joe Burns for another region matchup. 
Uh, Dixon County lost 28 to 6 to Rossview, who had not allowed a point in the month of September. Uh, they've got a week off, and then they're going to go to Kenwood, I believe. Uh, Creekwood lost 41 to nothing to Marshall County, a very strong Marshall County squad. Uh, they also have a week off, and then they're going to go to station camp uh, before they come back home for Greenbrier and White House to round out their schedule. So that's been a Week 7 report from Casey Patrick. Y'all have a good evening. Folks, that's going to do it for this edition of the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Look forward to seeing you guys again next week right here on Main Street Media Television. Watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show with Chris Yao. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show was brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.